Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. I want to go ahead and start this episode by saying the Nets suck. Ladies and gentlemen, this is knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. What type of Nets are you talking about? I'm talking about the Nets, brother. The toilet bowl nets. You've never seen those? I used a bathroom today. I thought you meant the fishing nets. I used a bathroom today that had a toilet bowl net. You know what a toilet bowl net is? I don't. Tell me, please. It's, it's a net that catches, like, your wallet if it falls into the toilet. Your keys, your phone, that, that, that type of stuff. Yeah, and, and, sure. and it was so funny that I didn't notice I that wish my, I had one my phone, day. My phone yeah. fell into the toilet, then everything else fell in on top of that. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. I am Jonathan. And Raul. And today we bring in Nestor Sarosa. Thank you, Nestor. Welcome, welcome. Raul, what are we going to be talking about today? Mostly politics with a few bit of sports, including the World Series. World Series today, right now? Right now. Who do you got right now? Give me a team. I like the Dodgers. Oh, yeah? I don't even think he knew the Dodgers were playing. <laughs> I don't know. Who, I don't know anybody who's fan. That's Thank why, God for that screen. That's why we have you here. That's why we have you here, Nestor. All right. All it's right, going to be a great show, everybody. We hope you enjoy. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. We'll be back with knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Calm down. Did you take steroids? Why? How can I but do why, all of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He ate platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. And now we're back with knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's what I call a round of applause. That's what I call an entrance, ladies and gentlemen. This is knowledge. Nonsense. And reasoning, my friends. Welcome, welcome back. It's hump day. Or, as most people call it, it's Wednesday. Hey, everybody. It's October 28th, and we are here back at it. And just in case... You didn't know it's the same episode as last week. Yep, this is just one long running joke. We don't know if the joke is this podcast, if it's us, or if the joke is on you. Yeah, but there is somebody that the joke might be on. Nestor Sarosa, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, Nestor, for joining us. How are you doing today? Very good. 
so so now that you're here how do you feel knowing that what you're really doing you're not in a big investor meeting you're on knowledge nonsense and reasoning on slam radio no i know i expected to have fun today so all right we're, we are. we're getting loose we're going to be talking about baseball we're going to be talking about quite a few things so let's start it off with baseball right now nestor what did you what do you think about this world series right now uh i mean i think it's going to be a good one um i wasn't thinking it wasn't going to go to game seven i thought it was going to end as a four two if it does end as a four two that'll be great on my behalf but if it does go to game seven, I could definitely see Kershaw somehow uh, putting his stamp on that game as well. Yeah, he just pitched uh, the, yesterday. Yeah, no, two days ago, two days, two ago. days ago. But that's why I want to say, I mean, yesterday he had a break. Today he didn't pitch. That's why I, I feel like he'll have a stamp in that game. Uh, him and Mookie Betts, because Mookie Betts has definitely had a big stamp on this uh, series. I kind of feel like the Dodgers needed to win this one, huh? After it's about time. Last four years, they've hit the World Series I mean, three times. I wouldn't say they got cheated last year because, you know, Nationals straight out won that. But before that, those little uh, cheaters down there in Houston, uh, I don't know. I feel like they, they robbed them big time. Guys, For the fans at home like me who don't really know too much about what it is that you're talking about, what happened with the Astros? Uh, so uh, they're saying, well, I, I truly believe because I heard a couple a – couple, uh, uh, streams of it where uh, they were stealing signs through uh, cameras view stealing signs like from the street what do you mean no no so let's say uh, the catcher throws down the sign for the pitcher on what he's gonna throw okay and uh, there was a camera pointing at the catcher and somehow they had it in their dugout and was relying the message by eating either hitting a, a trash can or making loud sure. noise to let them know either the fastballs coming changeups wow. coming or, or what to expect and I mean as a pitcher, that really hurts you. Oh, absolutely. And then they said that they were recording the signs and then using that to learn? Pretty much. And it, it was also kind of like they were using live feed. So let's say as soon as they saw the sign, they make a noise. The batter knows what's coming or what to expect. Wow. And then they go based off that. And wow. then, like I said, that really hurts the pitcher because then the batter knows what, what? to expect. And it's you're not really catching them off guard anymore. Yeah, man. And just so for everybody at home knows that, yeah, my name is Jonathan Correa and I'm in no relation with um, Carlos Correa. We did play Little League together, but we are not related at any point. So stop throwing eggs at my house, please. Did you really play with him? I did. Oh, and nice. that's not the reason that people throw eggs at your house, Jonathan. Well, what is the reason, Raul? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think it's that. <laughs> so, Nestor, what, uh, at the beginning of the season, what two things, what two teams aside from your Mets, um, did you think we're going to get to this point? Was it any of the teams playing now? I'll tell you one team that surprised me, the Miami Marlins. Oh, man. Miami Marlins did actually really good. They made it really far into the playoffs. Yeah, it was a breakthrough. I was not really expecting them to even make the playoffs. I don't think anybody was. Especially after COVID. I mean, in the beginning, what was the percentage? Uh, I, very small. I, I want to say zero, if that. I don't think that anyone expected them to be part of the playoff scene, especially going into the season. And then COVID hits. But now with that yeah. said. And literally hits them. Do you think that the fact that COVID took almost two-thirds of the season away, that it, that it helped their cause? I mean. Because they lost about 100 do, games. Teams do play differently throughout the season, especially long season. But since there was really no really breaks in between as there were before. Okay. And stuff like that. I really feel like that kind of affected them as well. And not just them affected everybody, so everyone was on a on a level play level playing field. So I just feel like Miami just showed up and they were balling out. Yeah, Miami had to make up a lot of ground because no, they sure. had they had back to back games. I remember I was watching one of them and I'm like, oh, what is this? Is this they're replaying the game right now. And and Tanya, our friend Tanya, was like, 
oh no they're doing a back-to-back uh, -back. i'm like back-to-back -back? like drake what's going on yeah sometimes they had to play two games in one day that's ridiculous and then have another game the next day that's a lot of gum and then that's in the playoffs in the playoffs they literally played every single day their dugouts were flooded like my car <laughs> would just spit all over the place guys in case you guys didn't know well there's no way of you knowing but uh <laughs> Rao, you want to tell them what i did well, just in case you don't know, because why doesn't everybody follow Jonathan on Twitter, surprisingly? <laughs> uh, so Jonathan decided that he enjoyed the, that tropical Miami weather. How much? He didn't close a sunroof for, uh, what, what was it, about a week? Almost a week, yeah. Almost a week. And in that time, that week, I want to say it rained every single day. 3 p.m. every day. I time it. 3 p.m. every day, a little tropical storm would just come through Miami. Just say, hey, guys, I'm here to F things up. And, and, and there went your car. Not so sunny, not so sunny, not through that roof, huh? Look, let me tell you something, man. I was driving that car with my head out the window because of how bad it smelled. <laughs> oh, and then your head went somewhere else, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Where, where did I it go up? You know what no I felt else? like? I felt like with, with how moist the car was. And once again, I love that word, moist. Hit that sound effect. Yeah, so I felt like a mushroom. I felt like a fungi in there. And the car was part of my ecosystem. I wouldn't be surprised if some, you know, fungi grows in there. Yeah, <laughs> not just me. <laughs> Tossing in your salad, sir. But, um, but yeah, man, so right now we're, we're, we're actually watching the World Series. And I'm, maybe by the end of this show we'll have a... Just in case you didn't know, we recorded this the day before. So we're sitting down. Just kidding. We time travel. We got. <laughs> we're sitting down, having having a couple of brewskis, and we're just uh, having a good time over here. So uh, I'm going for Tampa for the most part, but I do. I, I mean, I really don't care. But I want to. I want to see Tampa win it just because of the Florida aspect of it. But um, but man, the Dodgers. I think they they need to get like they need to get their things together, bro. Come on. Actually, a lot of people are saying they would like Tampa to win it because you know. Tampa, the Super Bowl is going to be played there. Uh, hockey, Tampa won. Yeah. And they're saying, you know, Los so, Angeles pretty much just buys their team. So what, they, what's, they, they what's the name of that the player? Underdog. What's the name of that player? That you were yeah, yeah. Mookie Betts, pretty much. Mookie Betts, you can take his contract and pay everybody from the Tampa it's just Bay Just a bunch Rays. of farmers. So why can't Tampa Bay do the same is my question. Oh, maybe they don't have the money to spend. It just sounds like a couple haters to me. I know, I know LA would have the money to spend because that's a big money market. Yeah, there. sure. It's kind of like New York. The I, Yankees have I a don't lot know. of money to I spend. I don't see a I personally don't see a problem with it. I don't I, I don't see a lot of a lot of fans and, and and how much the money moves like it does in LA and New York. I don't see it moving that much in Tampa. But now but do you think that it's a problem that 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 teams are able to buy their teams like that just due to the location of it and the market? If it was a problem, we'd be seeing the Dodgers, Yankees every year, pretty much. <laughs> I don't think it's a problem because, like I said, Tampa's in the World Series right now, and you could pretty much pay their whole lineup yeah, with just one and, player. And if some of these, if the some team. of these, uh, if some of these Tampa players come out to play, bro, and they beat them, then yeah, hey, they're gonna guy, they're gonna uh, be looking for money too. Rosarena, I, 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 and then they I'm go to the Dodgers, right? <laughs> yeah, and then they go to the and then, Dodgers, and then they go to the Dodgers or the Yankees. I don't know. I no, but this guy, uh, a Rosarena, pretty much came out of nowhere. I think he's hit like six or seven uh, home runs at this postseason. He has the record for most home runs in a postseason. Really? This year. This year. This year. So if he hits more home runs, if that record only grows. Look at look at that. That's crazy. And that's how it goes. I don't know. Uh, obviously, I'm the baseball wizard here, as we all know. <laughs> but um, I would definitely like to see the Dodgers win it. 
especially with their history. I think that they have a great team. And you know what? I'm a fan of flashy teams. I like I like those flashy teams and, and those flashy franchises. Do you think Tampa reps like Tampa the the Rays like that? Uh, Tampa, uh, now that they're winning, probably, yeah. But normally, no, I don't think so. I, don't, like, never, I haven't been to Tampa in a while. So I don't I know. Either. I've never heard somebody come up to me like, man, how about them Rays? No, I'm uh, sorry. That just sounds like normal Florida weather talk. No, uh, I don't I, think anybody cares about I the Tampa Bay Rays. I think if you actually lived like in Tampa talk. and whatnot, you would see how big of a fan base they do have. Because, I mean, they are they are good. They've been good. I, yeah, so I, I mean, can see them having a big crowd. Man, it's just you know they don't have all the money to spend like every other team. So yeah, Bush Gardens ain't cutting it. Exactly. Bush Garden. Look, I don't see a Bush Gardens logo on their jerseys. <laughs> anywhere, right? anywhere, anywhere. Orlando Magic at Disney slapped on all over the court, everywhere. Man, they're the first ones in the bubble or whatever. All right, guys. So that's our our World Series talk. Really fast for in now. The, into we'll the, keep you posted throughout. Into the to to continue talking into the world of sports. Um. Fred Nestor's over here. He's a he's a very brave man. What do what do I mean by that? You may ask. I, no one asked. Ladies ahead. and gentlemen, hold your breath. This guy's a Jets fan. <laughs> All right. So right now, I was I was reading an article earlier on uh, Tim Tebow giving some advice to Trevor Lawrence. Oh wow. Saying, "Hey, buddy, as of right now, the Jets look like they're going to be the worst team in the NFL, and you might." Really, really, really want Tim Tebow would know about being part of bad teams for sure. You really, you might really want to think about staying for your senior year so that this nightmare jet scenario looms. You know, now Nestor, I'm I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm also a Cowboys fan, and I'm I'm brave for being a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I really am. I wouldn't say that. Well, that's uh, that's America's hated team right there, brother. The used jet to be America's favorite. Not. I mean, they're America's <laughs> hated team because they can't stay healthy and they always create these absurd expectations for themselves. Have you, have, did I send you the, the meme of uh, Dak Prescott as Forrest Gump and <laughs> Lieutenant Dan no. coming no. in? And he's like, hey, Dak, you want my ice cream? Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Andy no. Dalton is, <laughs> is, is Forrest Gump. I mean, bro, it's great oh, stuff. No. Whatever, it's it's super bad over there. The Jets, it's not even, it's not any better. Well, if anybody's listening in Dallas, I heard uh, if you have a jersey, you can show up for practice at 10 a.m. Right All you early. need is a jersey and to live in Dallas. Those guys are gonna end up coming after Ryan. Maybe <laughs> they're gonna trade for if Ryan. You get Fitzpatrick. there in time, we'll see. They're gonna trade Ezekiel Elliott for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Watch. They're gonna trade Ezekiel Elliott for, for Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, huh? No, they need yeah. a quarterback right now. It sounds like you believe in him more than his own team does right now. Horse manure. <laughs> absolutely absolutely if just search that up guys so you don't up, know what he's talking so about so what's up with the jets and i said what do they got to do over there to, to turn things around get rid of uh what's our, his our name? boy G our boy Gaze? from miami's adam adam glazed glazed adam glazed that they got to get rid of that guy's why? glazed he's why? glazed why, why, why? 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 they, they yeah. should have fired him once uh, they signed levy on bell yeah that guy was horrible in miami i don't know if you knew this he was a head coach in miami yeah they're saying he's such a quarterback coach before that yeah he was a quarterback coach for aaron Rodgers. They were, yeah, the, the big talk was he's going to mold Sam Darnold. Yeah. I, I don't see it. Sometimes I forget that that guy plays there. Granted that Tim Tebow played for the Jets too. Yeah, but Tim Tebow was better when he was in uh, the Broncos. He, he actually, was good that one season. He actually he was took him to the playoffs. Yeah, he, that one pass. And then he went to the Jets and he, he probably played one snap every game. Yeah. yeah. So it was like he wasn't even there. You know who I thought was going to be a good quarterback for the Jets, bro, who I had faith in that dude out of West Virginia. What was his name? Um, 
Oh, uh, you definitely Gino. had a high faith in him. Gino, Gino Smith. Smith. Gino Smith. Yeah, no, but no, yeah. I wasn't I sold on Gino Smith. I wasn't. Sold I was never sold on Gino Smith. No, no. And I then th- didn't I he th- go th- play for the Bills after? I don't. Even I don't know where that. No, that was. Uh, no, no, no. No, I. No, that's Tyrod Taylor. I'm not saying he played there for a long time. You know, yeah, what I'm happened, gonna. What happened to Tyrod this year? Really, uh, really blows. Yeah, it does. But hey, what man, happened to him? He was. Uh, he was supposed to start. He was getting an injection because I think he had like a cracked rib or something. He did play for the Bills, by the way. Okay, where to go? Hey. I think he had a, crack, a cracked rib, and he went to go get an injection, and the team accidentally punctured his lung. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But that happened a few weeks ago, didn't it? Happened like after week one. After week oh, one. Oh, really? Okay. And, he had, like, and then they, threw, they had to throw in the rookie. Justin Herbert. Yep. Against Kansas been, City, right? He's been balling. Yeah. That he was on the he was on the one of my favorite shows, The Herd, with uh Colin Cowherd. There we go. Yeah, that's um, a good show. And he was and they were talking about Justin Herbert was there on the sideline just cheering on the O. Yeah, let's go team. Yeah. And then the head coach just walks over. He's like, Hey, uh, you know you're starting, right? And he's just looking around, and he's still chanting like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, go offense!" And he had to. The coach had to. The offensive lineman coach came over, and the quarterback coach was like, "Hey, no, Justin, like, you're sna- in. snap out of it, <laughs> like you're really going in." And and it's and I was watching that game, and I, the first pass that he threw, bro, he's a gunslinger. The first pass that he threw was five feet over over uh, Keenan Allen. And 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 then he even said he goes yeah I saw that and that that's what humbled me down I was like all right I gotta I gotta check my emotions all this adrenaline all this testosterone bro like I looks like a sixteen year old kid on steroids bro and but he's slinging it out there I think he's gonna be good I think he's gonna be a good quarterback bro yeah and I think that that I don't know you think uh, Miami should have taken him over uh, Tua well, we're about to find out ladies and gentlemen we'll we're see. about to find against, out against the Los Angeles Rams honestly though after what I saw on Monday night against the Bears. That was, You're afraid. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't I, want that guy were, in there. If they would have made this move, I felt like they should have made it when they played the Jets. Yeah. So they could have a whole game under his belt, and then go through uh, the off week. Yeah. And then, well, Nick, be ready for Nick LA. Foles. I just, I just think that this move was not planned. I think that this is a very emotional move. And maybe you know what? I think it was a front a front office move as well. Yeah, I would Let's say. sell some jerseys. Yeah, for sure. Social media. Social media. We got the hype. Come on, look, we're here talking about it. The Dolphins have a chance to win the division. Yeah. Come on, we're here talking about it. We talked about it last week. Doing it up. Fitzmagic. Yeah, but Fitzmagic doesn't sell jerseys. Yeah, but they should have at least waited till he was uh, starting to downfall. Oh, I agree. He normally downfalls by the end of the season. I agree, but what a story! You can't say he's made it to the playoffs. Look. I would have been down to start both of them, honestly. Just instead of a a, a, a running back switching per series. Yeah, no, not even <laughs> toss and, a quarter. No, that's it. Call it the a Dolphins day. had the wildcat with two running backs. Now let's do the. I mean, give me a, give me a, a, a. We got the wildcat, two running backs. Give me one for two quarterbacks, quick on the go. I know you could do like the Browns, where two they sides have, of a uh, coin. Jarvis Landry throwing the ball to Odell Beckham. That's two wide receivers. That's it, bro. That's probably two sides of a coin, both quarters. But that's because yeah. uh, that's because Baker Mayfield can't throw the We're ball. We're onto something here, yeah. Brian Flores. If you're listening to this, two sides yeah. of a coin. That's the name of the play. Keep it. No, no, no. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna trademark it and we're gonna sell it. To- <laughs> For sure. We still need sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we're Dolphins, but uh, so yeah, man. I the the Rams had a. I mean, granted, and and you know how badly I was rooting for the Rams for my fantasy sake. I was down by five, and I had the Rams defense. They ended up getting me fifteen points. Your boys in first place, but man, 
had, I want to say, three, four turnovers, four sacks, kept them under 10 points. I think that Chicago's only score was on defense. If I'm not mistaken, it was it was a, like a, 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 a wide receiver sweep. And they, this guy, the linebacker came in, tackled him, and yeah. then they scooped and scored. That was it. The, aside, that was your only scoring touchdown yeah. because the other one was a field goal. It was a field goal, yeah. Insane. But then again, the, the Bears offense doesn't really have anything to to help him move, move the ball. What do you mean? That guy, who, yeah, uh, who, who's over there? Yeah, who's over Nick there? Foles? Who's running the ball? Hey, uh, Nick Foles is a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that noise? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have, have you guys heard how uh, Tom Brady doesn't shake his hand? Really? Real? Yeah. The the Bucks after this game, who did they who did they just play? They just beat um. Who Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa. They beat Green Bay last week. No, this week, this week, this week. Uh, the Raiders, LA, wasn't it? LA, the LA? Raiders, the Raiders. Yeah. No, Las Vegas, not even LA. Las Vegas Raiders. And he there was a picture of him shaking uh, Carr's hand. And uh, the Bucks put it on Twitter, and they say, "Oh, uh, re- quarterback respect." But then they they can't find a picture of him shaking Nick Foles' hands after the Super Bowl, after this game that he just lost to the Bears. Nick Foles was a quarterback. Oh, Tampa Bay lost to the Bears. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. So maybe Brady's just a sore loser because didn't the Bucks win that game against well, the Raiders? At first, they were saying, "Oh, you know, he he wasn't trying to cra- catch the uh, coronavirus." But now, but now he's out there shaking everybody else's hand. Except for Nick Foles. Except for Nick Foles. Yeah, man. Hey, man. You know, some people age better with it. You know, feel more mature with age. And some people get better. So so for, for the Miami Dolphins right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's wide open. We got two coming in against the Rams at 1 o'clock Sunday. Cannot wait for that game. I'm very nervous for that game, too. You know? Granted that it's a blue moon on Halloween, so it's going to be a weird weekend, weird weekend all around. But hopefully, Tua shows out. Yeah, I'm, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm really hoping that that kid, I want the best for that kid. I want, I want to say that I feel like I'm his friend at this point. But let's see what's up. We're, we're two games behind the Bills, you know, and, and yeah, those, those Bills are, are rolling. Monsters, yeah. They're rolling, bro. That defense is good. But we're there. We're, we're, in, the, we're in the mix. Right now, I think that the, the best division has to be the NFC East. With the Eagles and the, no, I'm just kidding, guys. The best, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> the best, worst. <laughs> I want to say that I, I I don't remember the stat, but I'll, I'll just go down to my point. The NFC West, that's what I wanted to talk about. We got Seattle, we got Arizona, we got the Rams, we got the 49ers. These guys are all in this division. Well, I think the 49ers are hurt. The 49ers are four and three, and yeah, they're they're they got they lost. They're uh, depleted. Moser. They lost. Uh, we, picked up, we picked up the backup on, on fantasy. running though. back. They lost like two, three running backs. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, the value of the backup running backs for San Francisco are through the roof right now. Yeah. That offensive line is still pushing. So we're not going to tell you because for our friends that listen to our show that are on our fantasy league, we don't want to, you know, let you guys, we, we don't want to just feed you it either because <laughs> we're pending a transaction as we speak. But I mean, yeah, they, lo- they lost that period that you were talking Moser, about. Yes, they lost. Running back Coleman, Nickelback, Williams, safeties, Ward, and Tart. They've lost quite a few people. Jeff Wilson, Debo Samuel, Richie James. Yeah. 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 You got got a lot of people down. Yeah. Right now they have a total of 14 players on injury reserve. So, yeah, yeah. they're depleting. They're depleting. Almost Um, a third of their team. But they got Jimmy G, and that's all that matters. Listen, Uh, I'm not a huge fan. But he's a good looking guy. Where was he in the Super Bowl? 
in the fourth quarter. Bro, 86. <laughs> 86, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. They, they locked them up in the freezer. And now, Rudy, if I to finish our football talk over here, we, let's talk about that Seattle Seahawks-Cardinals game, man. Wow. Let me throw something out here for you. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles than drop passes in his career. A. B. The, the Arizona Cardinals led the game for, you know how many seconds? Or you know how many minutes? You know how many minutes Arizona led Seattle in that game? No, Zero. go tell me. Zero. Wow. And they won the game against Seattle Seahawks, a team that was undefeated prior to this game, a team that has Russell Wilson, which is, in my opinion, the MVP of the league right now. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. That comment, they're, the, they're, they're the number one wide receiver quarterback duo right behind, oh, yeah. uh, right behind uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Ridiculous. What an amazing game. And I almost had a heart attack because of my fantasy football league. But, Man, there's so much, so much going on in the NFL right now. I love it. I love football. I miss basketball. I can't wait for that to start back up. You, you can't well, leave out. You can't leave out how uh, Derrick Henry got stood up for about half the game. He, he barely showed up. He didn't. Yeah, man. Who did? Who did the, the? They played against the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the Steelers are the only Steelers, team. Yeah. Undefeated. Undefeated. Who thought? The only one. Do Not Mason think, Rudolph. Do you think they'll go the whole season? Undefeated? Nah, no, no, way. not the whole season. No way. Let's see. Let's see. Who do? Who do they play? That's gonna be. A problem. I mean, they still got to play Baltimore. They play Baltimore two times in the year. Oh, that's right. Man, that was a good game, though. 27-24, final score. And at that Tennessee Titans team, man, I mean, I like Ryan Tannehill. I think he's he's a good plug-in quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but you give him a good offensive line, you give him some time to look down the Do field. Do you think he's a starter? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what he's absolutely. doing this year, you can't say he's not a Yeah, starter. and what he did last year, granted, I, well, I've always got a friend that says uh, you take Tannehill out of the Dolphins and he can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and your friend is joins a wide group of people that that say the same thing, and and not just with Tannehill, but you see it with a bunch of Dolphins players, bro. Yeah. My favorite one is Tegan Junior. How about uh, Minka Fitzpatrick? Minka Fitzpatrick, <laughs> bro. That guy. What you said that the Dolphins are the Marlins of football? Yeah, yeah. I think because that's... you see that with the Marlins as well, they. They uh, get a lot of young, great players. They breed them. They build them up, yeah. And then they go. Yeah, you know the last the last time the last season that I that I stopped caring for the Dolphins was the last season that we had like Jose Reyes. You remember when we made all those moves? You mean the Marlins? We switched up the Marlins, yeah. But we switched up yeah, everything. It's all the same. We got <laughs> we got a uh, we got a new a uh, new uh, stadium. Yeah, you had Ozuna, and we did nothing. And that's money buying a team. Yeah. Well, no, they weren't even money back then. It it, was all, you're right. You're right. There's our rookie contracts yeah. and stuff like and that. We couldn't right. do anything. Yeah, no, and it makes you think. And then uh, to go back to what you're talking about with baseball, well, they're thinking about starting the season as early as Christmas, man. Baseball uh, or basketball? basketball. I, I'm sorry, basketball. You but, but you know, uh, Queen LeBron might sit out for the first month. Uh, I, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, for but how that's rumors, but, but I don't blame him. I think he's earned it. Look, bro, honestly, I would do the same thing with everybody out here talking about Anthony Davis carrying him. He's like, ah, oh, you know what, bro? You guys really think I'm not, nothing like that? Bro. Uh, he's done it before. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool. Let this guy play then. You really think he's that good? Bro, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it for such petty reasons. But, no, but he, it's not. It wouldn't be like, petty reason. It would be for rest. No, no, but that's a petty reason. Well, that's oh, absolutely. Yeah. But um, how do you feel about that? But I would think that's that's his Jonathan's opinion. I wouldn't think yeah. that's no, no, no. But okay, well, okay, me and LeBron take, talk every LeBron's night. I, 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 that. Oh, I understand. But no, and he but, listens to the show. I he hey LeBron. Hey LeBron. Sorry for calling you a queen. <laughs> <laughs> You're a king now, right? 
Uh, but that was a great Hummer commercial. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I think that first off, I don't think that Le- LeBron would sit out the whole. Hey guys, I'll, I'll catch you at game twenty. No, he's you know still going to practice, saying. and I'm everything. sure that he'll play a few games. I want but, him to coach like but, the first month. But I wouldn't see a reason for him to be playing thirty minutes a game or anything like that at that junction. I don't see a reason for it unless it's like it's a tight game or or necessary. Uh, but, but I wouldn't with, say any game would be that necessary. I, I don't know. Some games ju- just have that competitive edge. Like if you're playing the Clippers again, just to win that mental aspect of things. You want to win that game. To LeBron, it doesn't matter if he's a first seed or eighth seed. It really doesn't. That's true. It really doesn't. He, he, so that the first month, him sitting out, I don't think would really hurt them. Maybe they might be a sixth seed, a fifth seed. I think that team could win a couple but games without still, him. I yeah. think they could be I, at 500 without yeah. LeBron James, bro. I, I think that even without LeBron, if everybody were to play. Especially if expected, they uh, add a couple. I mean. Yeah, we're not even talking about offseason Chris moves. Chris a free agent. Hey, man, I'm done to trade Kuzma if I'm those guys, for sure. And you know, they, they should have got rid of him instead of Ingram. Yeah, right? No, I don't say. I, but you know what? Brandon, Man, Brandon Ingram's numbers were better when LeBron James was, was on the court. Yeah. He was off the court. He was off the court. Yeah. Brandon, but that, that's, Brandon that Ingram's numbers helped. are. You put Brandon Ingram when uh, yeah, LeBron's but, on the on the Yeah, bench. but they were empty. Yeah, then you they had, didn't lead anywhere. What do you mean? But with AD, I don't know. Brandon Ingram's Ingram, numbers AD. didn't lead anywhere. This guy's a Brandon Ingram hater, though, bro. He really I mean, is. but I'm just saying factually speaking, they no, didn't no, make right. the playoffs that season. Pelicans didn't make the playoffs last well, season either. Would you say they didn't make the playoffs because of Brandon Ingram, or they didn't make the playoffs because LeBron was hurt? I, I'm saying that if Brandon Ingram was that good, it wouldn't have been a problem if LeBron no, was hurt. But, Le- not in the but West. he's not the superstar of the team. But he's yeah. the superstar of the team now with the Pelicans. No, he's not. You got Zion. Yeah, Zion's a superstar playing, playing nah, but, 20-something but, games? Look, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, actually, the first Brandon game Ingram, back, he Brandon, had a, he had Brandon Ingram isn't a superstar, but he is an all-star. I don't think he's a superstar, though. He reminds you of Tracy McGrady. I feel like he can grow. I think Tracy McGrady is so... He can definitely grow someone. I like Tracy McGrady. Oh, no. I yeah, think Tracy Brandon, McGrady is a great player and I think very talented, but I don't think it led to success. Brandon Ingram has potential. Do I think that he wins a chip in his career? Maybe. But if we go back to uh, Trace McGrady, I think if uh, Shaq stayed in Orlando, Trace McGrady would have a couple. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, because that was... When did Tracy McGrady get to Orlando? The year after he left? No. He played, uh, I think, a year or two with him. Oh, really? They actually went... They beat... uh, Well, Shaq left and went 98. I think they beat Jordan one year. And then... uh, But they lost in the finals. No, has the Magic ever won a chip? No, no. Uh, the only time that they've ever made the finals was in '95 with uh, Shaq leading the way. No, I'm sorry, '94 with Shaq leading the way, and then in '09 with Dwight Howard, where uh, they nine, got '94. Yeah, that was yeah, uh, yeah. Where they no, and but, then '97, I think, is when he went to LA. Uh, no, no, uh, he won in '98. I'm trying to find when Tracy McGrady got drafted. I want to say it was '97, but I'll let you know that right now. But uh, yeah, no, I think that uh, Shaq, I mean, Shaq was actually supposed to be part of the dream team, but um, they went with Christian Leitner as their one college player instead. That's right. Because I'm um, that. So yeah, I definitely think so. For sure. I'm, and then, yeah, so he was actually drafted in 97. So they did play a, one, one year. a year together. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. And then. And well, Shaq wanted him. Because uh, supposedly uh, Tracy McGrady was uh, playing a lot of ball with him, and when they were shooting uh, Space Jam, 
Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Man, what a career. Or no, not Space Jam. Uh, uh, the, the Genie movie, no? Yeah. Shazam? Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> it's one of those movies. I actually recently have revisited Shazam the other one, day. That was what one was of his that? worst acting oh, movies. It's, <laughs> it's hysterical. It's great. But like, it's like one of those so bad, it's really bad movies. But it's so bad, right? But as a yeah. kid, was it that bad? No, not I at loved all, it. man. I thought it was I the greatest piece it. of film. <laughs> it was a national treasure. Yep. But now oh, looking man. back to it, it was right up there with Steel. Yeah. 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 We are so bad, bro. No, I, no. Do you want to hear something real crazy? Steel is actually a DC movie. Really? really? Yes, because it's based off a variation of Superman. Yeah, so basically when Superman died in the comics, they had to make like they made like four fake Superman and one of them was a metal Superman Steel. named Steel. And Shaq's nickname on the court was Superman. Superman. Crazy how that all comes together. Diesel. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, Shaq is actually, actually the uh, one who, uh, who got the ball rolling on that for that specific reason. I believe Shaq grew up uh, from around the area where I'm from. Jersey City. Jersey City. I don't know too much about that place, but I will tell you about somebody who's from Miami, just like Jonathan and I here. Jorge Masvidal, fan favorite UFC fighter. And uh, to get a little political about things, as we all know, diehard Trump supporter. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because I get it. I get it. I'm not personally a Trump supporter, but I get it. And, I mean, he made, you know, I like his point. Yeah, he Trump, he, Trump he wins Super Bowls and apparently Biden doesn't win a game in his opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's he's saying pretty much that we got how many forty eight years of uh of Biden's uh work, I guess, in office. Forty seven years, not necessarily as working a president. politics, not necessarily but, as a president, but, but in all levels of politics. But in sure. all levels of politics, yeah. Oh, and I see it, and like I understand it, but wow, like it's very interesting to see that now, like before. When 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 the Trump administration started, if you're an athlete or you know a, really just a popular person who's a Trump supporter, it was kind of like a suicide call for for well, your career. If you think about it, before he ever started running for president, no, uh, but I mean, as, like when the presidency started, I'm no, talking about the yeah. Trump administration. No, I know, but before even that ever started, everybody was like, "Hey, I want to be like Trump. I want oh, no. to have dude, Trump money. Boys. Everybody was Trump boys. Money. The and Trump. Everybody. The rappers would rap everybody. about Trump." Basketball everybody. players would hang hang out with Trump. The rappers wanted to be Trump. Basketball players, everybody. No, now, for sure. Now everybody's uh, yeah, man. Because you know, the way he acts, everybody wants to be liked by everybody. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It wasn't cool to like Trump, but now it's almost cool. You 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 have you have big time actors, you have big time athletes coming. I out. wouldn't I wouldn't say that necessarily makes it cool. Well, in into the social culture of things, I think so. It makes it when you have people like. Masvidal approving of Trump's behavior, people feel more comfortable so showing that support that maybe they didn't feel as comfortable before because somebody that was pu publicly respected, quote unquote. It, it kind of makes sense though, right? Like, Jorge Masvidal is a sabai. Yeah. Donald Trump, otro sabai. No, you know? he doesn't no, I care. See it. I they see don't it. care. Yeah, literally, they exactly. Care. They, they don't care. do not care. But now this is this is the thing for me. You could be a UFC fighter and not care because you're a UFC fighter. And but you can be president. And not care. You feel me? Um I I me and Raul share very, very, very similar political views. So anything that he says, I'm usually on board. Um, let alone he's also my lawyer. 
<laughs> no, I was actually watching uh uh I don't know if I'm allowed to refer to Joe Rogan, but I was actually yeah. watching his podcast. No, 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 no. Get out of the room right now. <laughs> no. This is done. I'm sorry. I no, just kidding. Go on, go on. <laughs> I know, I know he's a righty. But uh no, he had a. I want to say four years ago he had uh like a hypnotist come on his podcast and talk about on how uh persuading and how much of a persuader Trump is with his words and everything and how his actions are. And like for example, how he was being asked a question on how he was describing women and how he said he, his response was only Rosie O'Donnell. Now the reason why the hypnotist was saying, one of the reasons why he kind of just said that was to get rid of answering the question. Cause now you got the whole crowd laughing, laughing with him, not really at him all on his side. And he avoided answering the question at the same time. And even then he's relatable. Come on, we all talk smack about people we know in our day-to-day -day lives uh, in our private, you know, moments. But now he's here publicly. And yeah, he's doing it all. He's relatable. Yeah. But I mean he's saying things about people that we know that we wish we could all say publicly on some level. On about some somebody. Level. You know agree. what I'm saying? And then no, for sure. Look, I, look, I think he's a great salesman. I think he's great at marketing himself. And I see how he won. And 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 that and I that's where I definitely have some conflict with the current political standard of things because you get it because if you notice he even uses his campaign as his uh just his trump logo yeah you don't really see pence you just see trump trump and that's how all his buildings no, are well, you just see his he actually name. made a funny point about that at a rally earlier today that i was watching i was curious i was like what does what do you say at a trump rally a week before the election well it's called trump victory rallies now oh <laughs> they are i love it what, what did he say? Uh, so, so, so he brought up Pence, and then he goes, "You know, if by, you know, if Biden wins, it's really the Harris administration. He's gonna be there for a week, call it a vacation. <laughs> They're gonna get him out of there. Kamala's is gonna go in, but you're never gonna hear the Pence Trump administration. It's my administration. We know that." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I wonder how Mike Pence like. I wonder how Mike Pence feels like if he ever feels like you know, I sold out, but I get to go down in history as a vice as a vice president." Yeah, I mean. I feel like he doesn't have a bad side or a bad thought about it. I'm I'm sure he's happy with decisions that he made. You think so? I yeah. mean, they say don't regret any decision you made. They say a lot of things, man. But you know what? They might be right, whoever they are. <laughs> <laughs> whoever they are. But no, uh, I'm definitely interested about what's going to happen there. And then it makes you think, like, how is that going to happen? And then going going back to women. Uh, apparently suburban women aren't happy with the Trump administration. Surprise, surprise. And then Trump's response to that. I, I feel like a lot of women aren't on uh, Trump's side. Yeah, well, his response is, I'm getting your husbands back to work. Oh, my God. Come on. We're getting your husband. Everybody wants but, it. But like we say, like like we but said you know earlier, That's not he, doesn't, a bad thing. he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And so if he feels that he's that it's facts, factual. No, and I mean, he's going to spit it out like that. You, and come on, like. Fine. You can just like that Meek Mill song. I forgot the name of the song where he says, uh, what do you guys have to lose? You guys have the biggest unemployment, yeah. the biggest this, the biggest that. And he was talking about like pretty much the black community. And yeah. he was saying, what do you guys have to lose? No, but here's my whole thing about it. Cool. You take that at face value. But really, he's really catering at that point. Because think, think about it. You have married couples locked up for months at home now. Yeah. Get my husband out of here. Tired of this guy. Get him back to work. Please. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so that's a very interesting stance to go at. And man, I don't know. A, a week into it, it just feels like he knows something that we don't know. 
I feel like uh, I feel like he's known what? something that or, we don't know for like three or maybe months. it's something you don't know, Raul. Maybe and that we maybe know. I'm late to the. I, I don't think he knows. <laughs> I definitely don't think this guy knows. <laughs> maybe you do, Nestor. No, you're, no, you're, you're the man of mystery here. I, I was just joking. <laughs> uh, hey guys, you heard it first. He knows some stuff. What if you only know? What if you know more? If you if you vote for Trump, huh? that'd be what like. Imagine, hey, you want to know what, what well, actually, we're really about? Actually, when I, when I gave in my ballot, they had asked me. So, you know, and then after I said Trump, they gave me a, a whole booklet. They were like, okay, you got to read this so you know what to expect for the next four years. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Well, I mean, that kind of is a platform. If you vote for him, you won't know more because he doesn't give you the actual platform yet until you vote for him. So, yeah, that that's, kinda, that's the thing. So that, they, that they, they gave it to me. Here. They wow. gave it to me. I just got to read it now. But, um, you know what? The Biden administration is what running you, a very what, similar platform as yeah, well. Yeah, what do you think they're giving now to people? If you, uh, What did you get, Ralph? I don't know. Social security cards, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Do you make 400K a year? Yeah. Yeah, but like... I feel like that's kind of their platform right now. Hey, we're gonna like see, I don't agree with this whole tax thing too. Mind you, I don't make four hundred K a year and I don't I don't I don't think that I mean, hey, who knows? Well, let's but say God within the next God, four years. Point, God forbid you do within the next four years. KNR collabs, Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, you know everybody. What I'm saying? You want some elk? <laughs> you got some elk? You you want some elk? You you want some steroids? Let me get want? some of those freezers. But <laughs> Oh my God! That's it. We we just started selling elk and industrial freezers, and memory pills. Hey man, these industrial freezers are in my house, right back here. I can show you. Got some elk. <laughs> but, that's my but, Joe Rogan. Yeah, impression. man. I don't know. It's 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 very interesting to see what the platforms are gonna do, especially talking about, especially with the taxes and talking about taxes. Well, I don't know how Joe Biden's gonna spend the taxpayer dollars, but I can tell you how they are spent at Mar-a-Lago. How? So uh, apparently, when the uh, Jap, oh, I'm sorry. I want to oh, say. There you go. Oh, oh, oh! oh this just in, guys. Breaking oh, news. Well, breaking news. 24 hours later. <laughs> but life for us, we have the World Los Angeles Series Dodgers champions. World Series champions. Congratulations, surprise! Guys. About nobody. Cheers but to that. It happened. Cheers. So, uh, so apparently, it's about time. It's about time. You said, yeah. So apparently, when Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe came to visit Trump on a oh Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe. Yeah, you know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a poster of him in his room. Dude, oh, yeah. oh yes. my God. Been right above his bed. Signed? No, not signed. I oh. signed it, but I mimicked oh. his you signature. Signed, you signed this cheek? <laughs> when I have a girl, <laughs> when I have a girl yeah. over, I tell him that he signed it, but don't tell anybody. Oh, I'm on live. I'm on the radio right now. What a flex. Oh, wow. Who's that? <laughs> the prime minister of Japan. Case no big know. deal. You want some fur? <laughs> Full. And, and I don't mean to smell my shoes. Fuck it, Peter. With that said, uh, so apparently they had a bilateral meeting uh, at the Mar-a-Lago back in 2018. So, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, these meetings go great at Trump-owned resorts during the Trump administration. So, you know, 13,700 for rooms. Reasonable for sure. 16,500 for food and wine. And uh, 6000 for floral arrangements, which to me, that makes the most sense. If you're not spending six thousand dollars on flowers, what are you doing? Exactly, you're not living. You're not living, <laughs> and especially when it's not on your dollar and it's on the taxpayer dollar. Why not? Now, what what was this? Uh, what did you say this was for again? The, oh, uh, uh, this was for a meeting that lasted two days at uh, Trump's golf club in Mar-a-Lago, in West Palm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get an invite. I missed I, it. I mean, come on. I well, wish I did though. Come on, see dude. all those flowers. 
yo, I wonder what it, I wonder what six thousand dollars of flowers look like, man. Yeah, yeah, you probably covered the whole golf course for sure. So hey, man, you know what? If, if, if you got it, flaunt it for sure. No, but like you said, it wasn't really his. So why flaunt it? Well, you know what? His supporters don't mind. No, but I mean, doesn't he? Uh, doesn't he donate his paychecks? His salary? Yeah, as a president. Supposedly, I, he's only taking one dollar. I and donated, I mean, do, from his taxes. I mean, from his taxes, you would think he'd never had a job. Well, I mean, think about it. He's donating his salary. Yeah, that, but that, that's a tax cut right there. Yeah, but through the Trump administration, they've already spent eight million dollars on, on on different meetings like this as well. Four four hundred thousand annually, eight million dollars. That that's some wacky math. Yeah. But you know what? With all that said, I know I sound like I'm leaning, no. so, I'm, so so I'm trying not to. So let's no, lean but back what over is there. well? What is the average that you know? Let's say, what is the average uh, on a private company owned by a president? None. No, no, not I'm no, because like they've spent eight million dollars just on Trump properties on meetings like this. No, yeah, because yeah, he he wants to have it on his own property because you're only saying he that feels, here. He you're feels going yeah, He else. feels his his properties are the best to stay at and everything. I mean, I if I own my own, I would do so the same as well. So they shouldn't be paid by the properties but, instead of the government. But no, what I'm saying is, how many uh, of these meetings? Let's say, like, what's the average? Because I know Trump's not the only person who's had this type of meeting. Oh no! Oh, uh, not like these stats. Not like this from the New York Times. These are specifically just Trump meetings. All right. No, I know, but I I have nothing to go based off. Meaning, like, oh, I, I, I don't you. know what Obama spent on meetings. I don't know what well, well, Ronald Reagan well, spent look, on the meetings. I don't know what Nixon spent on meetings. Well, the problem isn't that. It's about the meetings. The, the problem, problem is, is that, that we that know it's on, it's on the president's know, businesses. Is that we know? No, oh. is that it goes back to him. Those, oh. those are his private businesses. Like, but you would you not do the same? He's the first president that owns his own business. So why wouldn't? Why not? I I if that's I'm like gonna do that's it, like saying that's like saying if I'm a mayor, and I have something that I'm running for governor now, why not throw my stuff in the city that I'm mayor at so I could bring some more money to my city? And that's you know not you. That's not business wise. That's government wise. Yeah, that's a great point. You know what? That's a really good point. That's a really good point. It's a very good point. There's a lot. Yeah, man. It's uh, very interesting to see how um, this political landscape is going to be. And especially since by the time that we drop the next episode after this, we might know who the new or cons again president is. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Here's something I do admire about Trump supporters. They're united, man. They are all on the same page. <laughs> These guys will go to battle for him. It's crazy. It's crazy. Trump yeah. was talking about how when he got COVID and and of his experience at that rally earlier today, and wow, you should have seen him. Everybody, he's talking about I got COVID, and the next day I never felt better in my life. <laughs> These guys cheering. I was like, you know what? I wish I were that happy, for sure. <laughs> These are having the time of their life, and uh, but it makes sense. So, I I, I feel. I mean. You can say both sides are kind of united in their own way. No, no, I. I you can't say no. I, I think mean, I think, think the Democrats are way too separated on 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 a, what on a lot of variations. On what though? Okay, like okay, like example with like the black with like the Black Lives Matter movement. I think the essence is great, but like but like are there some Democrats who are like yeah, I like what they're talking about, but I don't like them and stuff like that. They're not united. They're not. And then even from taxes and stuff like that, you have people who, who don't make 400K but got scared off just for that whole tax thing. At first, I was a little scared off. Then I, then I was like, I don't make 400K. Relax, dude. But I get it. I get it. I don't think that's a mindset to live by.
I want to say, you know, eventually I could I could make that 400k. Oh, I know. I could it may say, not be tomorrow. I could say I still want to worry about it. So oh, when I know. I, do reach, I would like to think that too. But if I make it in that point throughout that administration that has those rules, then I guess that administration worked out in my benefit, didn't it? In a way. For, for, for me to reach that goal throughout that administration. So at that point, should I be upset to pay that if if that if during that time is when I succeeded to reach that goal? Well, them paying that much taxes. I'm, okay, so if I go into the nothing, Biden administration. It had nothing to you with succeeding reaching that goal. No. Yeah, that's on you. That's not. Yeah. No, I don't think that's, that's like on say, you. That's like saying they're paying the taxes and you're getting a cut no, of it. No. Which is now getting no, you to get why. 400K. Here's why I don't think that would be on me. Because just say the Biden administration does win and then they put in those tax points in place, in theory. So wouldn't that, in theory, that tax money go into the into the country to better, to fundamentally speaking, make it a better country? And yeah, but that, but that wouldn't directly help you. I'm not saying directly, but I'm saying it would it would give me more opportunities as a citizen of the country if I live in a better country. Well, in opportunities in what sense? Financial. Probably, probably more opportunities to get into that financial gain because there is a big disparity window between the economy. And if there is more money going into the taxes to fund the government and create a more balanced economy, wouldn't that be the goal of raising so many taxes to create a more balanced economy, financially speaking? Yeah, to close the gap between... To close the gap. So therefore, yeah. I would succeed. I would be helped out in that gap because I'm not in the gap where I want to be. But now let's say you are in the 400K... Going, oh, oh now, going into it you're, now, getting, why, you're getting, screwed. You're why, getting screwed why should i have to feel like i gotta give you more money and that's the problem going into the administration like that see like if you just say if i already made 400k i would be very upset yeah because yeah like i i just worked so hard to make this and now i gotta exactly. give you some more money in taxes good yeah and it hurts my pocket exactly as a contrary to somebody who reaches that point during because of that but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it'll be necessarily because of that. Like, let's say those. But, but I think right, you get more taxes. Um, let's say, for example, you'll get more taxes than you'll probably, uh, let's say, cut cut funds on school, right? So not 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 the budget. Don't cut the budget of school. I'm saying like funds like for you to go to college, it won't cost you 30k a year anymore. Let's say it'll cost you 15 now. But that wouldn't really directly help you reach your goal of but making 400k. But it would get, okay, but just say I want to go to school as my career because most, most most people would think that going to school would help them get to that point. Going it, going to school is not a career. It's not a career. I understand. <laughs> no, but it's it gives a, you a it, career. It's, it's, a, some, it's a career to go into that. You feel me? But people like to think that going to school is going to help them get their career. Maybe you're a lawyer or a doctor. Again, I don't care about, I don't necessarily go to school. I don't plan on going back to school at this point in my time. But just say I did. Hey, it's a lot easier to go to school if it's fifteen thousand and thirty thousand. Yeah, but then you also have some trade schools that you could definitely use. So you don't. Could really you become a lawyer at a trade school? Could you become but, a doctor at a trade school? How many people want to go? Want to actually go to school and become a doctor and lawyer? If you want to become a doctor well, and lawyer, well, then you go to school. But the way that Trump's having these rallies, bro, I don't even want to be a nurse at this point, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but you have a better opportunity. Who? The people who do want to do that, people who do yeah, want to go to course, school. Yeah, of course, but, but the, the percentage of people in schools is not like 90% of them are doctors and lawyers. No. It's more like maybe 30%, and then the other 70% are going for other stuff. For example, hospitality is a pretty big bit, uh, industry in FIU. You don't need a hospitality degree. That I agree with. 
criminal justice. You don't need it if you're going to be a cop. But with it, do you think that will help you advance to, uh, to getting a higher salary? I, well, I don't know about Florida. I know I was looking at it in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I think you get a, like a 5% more of a salary if you have a, at least, six, at least 60 credits. That's it, just five? Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have at least need 60 credits to be a uh, state trooper. But to be like a Miami-Dade cop or anything like that, fresh out of high school. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But also, with that said, it's not, it's not like he could just implement that bracket the first day either. That has to get voted in. That has to yeah, it would take a while. And I don't think it would. I just don't see it feasible. You're, you're not going to. How are you going to convince people to give you 62% of what they make? Exactly. You're not. Well, there'll be a rebellion afoot. Like, okay, like what would it take? for the government to promise you for you to feel comfortable giving them 60% of what you I feel that would cause more fraud. Okay. More, uh, okay. Okay. Opening no. offshore accounts. Oh, for sure. And then let, let's take it even one step farther. Just say you get somebody, you'll get somebody that's illegal. You help them get their papers and then that's it. Yeah. You start sponsoring their life. You make sure you don't, you don't, they don't make more than 400 K a year. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So no, I don't see that working out. And then, so back, so, after that whole argument from this side, I think down the line, I think immediately people would benefit if you don't make 400K, but down the line, I think that it's just gonna create resentment from the people who do to people who make less. I think people would still keep their bonuses, they'll just cut their workers' hours. In essence. In a way, yeah, I can agree. You know what I'm saying? So with all that said, it's not something I agree with, but I'm trying to see both sides to it. Yeah. But no, that's so crazy. Like, what, what, like, what would they have to give you specifically for you to be like, okay, take sixty percent of my check, and you feel okay with that going home at the end of the day? Nothing. I mean, nothing, huh? I, like, no, nothing, nothing would, that the government could build. Nothing would make me feel okay with wanting to give sixty percent of my paycheck. That's so crazy, right? <laughs> that's bro. You're not. That's, and then, like, and then there are other countries who do it. You're working so hard, and you're not even getting at least half of your the money that you deserve. And, and then there are other countries who do it. Like in Canada, it's about, it's right about there. But you get free healthcare, free education, things like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about universal. I think healthcare should be a universal thing. I think everybody deserves the right that they're sick to get healed. School, I don't think it should be free entirely. I get it. But, but like but, a community college, but I like, think, but like, do I think that you should pay, have to pay 30,000 a year and stuff like that. I don't think so either. Yeah, no, it's absurd the way the schools work with all the, the loans and all that and how much they charge. And the reason why they charge so much is because pretty much I feel that the government just lets them. Yeah, well, because it's become a privatized institution for the yeah. most part. And, and they just charge and charge and they know that the government is going to help them out, help, help the students out with loans and all that. So why not? Right. Let's rock and roll. It's like you just put people in debt. Absolutely. Well. To end off on a slightly lighter note, but continue about these politics, Kanye West was on the Joe Rogan experience this week, huh? What about oh, that, man? Yeezy. My, oh, my. Oh, man. Yeezy. Ta- talking about his platform, the Yay. birthday party. Be- yeah. Because if he wins, we're all going to celebrate. We're all going to celebrate, yeah. Absolutely. We're going to go buy some Gap gear. Some Gap gear, <laughs> right? He, he, he's going to fill in the gap for us, right? Absolutely. For sure. And uh, no, it's, it's, man, you know what? Look, people can say what they want, but 
I admire the aspiration. I admire the intentions. Yeah. I think he's the most well-intentioned person in this race. Do I think he's the most qualified? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah, I was going to say, but, definitely but, not but qualified. Do I think he's the most well-intentioned? That he genuinely wants to see people be okay? I think so. Which is a strange thing to say about would, somebody. That very strange to say about That you Kanye. wouldn't vote for at all, right? Yeah. But, you know, it was very interesting. Uh, he was there for three hours, talked most of it. So I definitely think he got to say what he wanted to say. And just what, what do you guys think about that? About, you know, like, there, there are different celebrities that, that have ran for president and won. Think of Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. But Ronald Reagan did it was, uh, it was, it wasn't he the governor? Yeah, he was, he did a yeah, couple, well, he got a, a couple yeah, well, stints before he was actually president. Yeah, well, he became the governor of California first and then he became Donald president. Trump, just no politics, just straight in there. Went straight in there. So, that's what, okay. so his politic was probably the learning how to do the mafia when he was growing up. For sure. <laughs> the ins and outs. And then, um, but yeah, so now that created a door for people like Kanye, or we joke about it all the time, but it's not really a joke. Rock 2024. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> you don't want that guy to be the. Would you vote for The Rock? I don't know. I got to see his views. What do you mean, bro? Didn't you see that video of him eating his own blood? <laughs> I want that guy. No, I, I love the way he is with his kids and everything. everything. I follow him on Instagram. That it's guy, I, I follow him. He's very motivational. Man, I will, bro. If The Rock came up to me and I'm at a park and I fell and he's like, it's going to be okay, buddy. I'll be like, yeah. I would feel my day would be so much it better. It is. No, like, David, if I didn't know him, just he just pulled up on me. That, who's this guy? Where'd you find him? Is that you, God? Yeah. yeah right? I mean, there's a, uh, The Rock is The Rock, bro. But also just to have a UM alumni to be uh, president of the United States, too. He played football as well, dude. Hey, WWE, all that. Man. Come on. This guy knows politics. Look, look at how long he survived in the entertainment industry. Yeah. You got to know politics there. Yeah. Oh, to, yeah. to not piss anybody off? No, absolutely. 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 And with that. How, how long How long did you watch the Kanye West Joe Rogan in one sitting? Uh, I, I, I watched the first half hour, took a break, watched like another hour and a half, took a break, then I watched the hour. Yeah. And I yeah. advise everybody to do the same. Yeah. Because, my God, Kanye West... What he says, it give it. A, I would, it, I would advise anybody to give it a listen. I really would. But my God, this man rambles and rambles and rambles. But I mean, hey, man, that's what we're doing right here. And once again, thank you so much for listening. It's Slam Radio, on Channel One Forty Five on Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. Thank you, Nestor. Thank you for joining us. Never gonna happen again. No, I'm totally joking. Uh, thanks for having me. Just kidding. Till next World Series. Till next World Series. Uh, next World Series. Hopefully before then. We just <laughs> yeah. we just use them for his baseball. So that's it. It's yeah. over, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next next Wednesday. Bye, Sirius XM. The views and opinions expressed on knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.